Hey, what's up? This is Peter Ward, aka E-Dub, in the house. So we listening to Hear the Spear. Presented by No Game Day. Go live, go nose. Hi, this is Charlie Ward, and you're listening to Hear the Spear. Go nose. This is Terrell Buckley. You're listening to Hear the Spear. Presented by No Game Day. No bloody. But perhaps better known as the greatest corner to ever step on a football field, Deion Primetime Sanders. Great Deion Sanders, my brother. What's going on, man? I, I could wake up to that greedy every day, man. That was awesome. Hello, those fans. This is former Seminole Derek Brooks, and you're listening to Here's the Spear, presented to you by No Game Day. James Wilder Jr. What's going on, James? Thanks for having me on. SSOD, Florida State or Die, and go no. William Barnon Floyd. Gentlemen, what's up? What's happening, guys? This is Logan from Here the Spear, presented by Noel Game Day. I'm here with Dustin Lewis, our lead writer, and our lead graphic designer, Fisher Adkins. And we're here for an instant uh, reaction type podcast, kind of different than our usually weekly segments. But uh, this is some big news coming out of Florida State and Tallahassee. Uh, starting quarterback DeAndre Francois has been dismissed from the team per Willie Taggart. Uh, this happened yesterday on Sunday afternoon after a video came out um, regarding DeAndre um, and the background and his ex-girlfriend. Um, and we can kind of go and start getting into a conversation here about it just definitely not good news for florida state as we know quarterback depth is a struggle right now but i want to get your guys thoughts on it uh moving forward uh yeah so the news officially broke sunday afternoon uh willie taggart released a statement um and i have the quote right here uh willie taggart quote last night i informed under francois that he is no longer a member of the florida state football program as we build a new culture and foundation for FSU football, we have a high expectation for all of our student-athletes, and we will not shy away from those high standards of conduct. We are moving forward as a program. And, yeah, I mean, it's just it's really a disappointing situation for Florida State, and especially looking at the past the past problems that quarterbacks have had recently here. I mean, you, you think of Jameis and the, the investigation he was involved in, obviously back in 2013 and how it's how it's followed him ever since and you had deandre johnson uh punch a college student at a bar and get kicked out of florida state malik henry obviously transferred after some problems and and now you have francois so i mean florida state needs a, a makeover at the quarterback position yeah I, com- I completely agree dustin as you just stated uh there's been uh multiple cases of uh violence against women um or sexual assault charges uh not to mention uh josh ball who was dismissed last spring for uh uh charges against his ex-girlfriend as well so uh florida state has definitely been in uh has been cast in a negative light in recent years um and this just adding on uh really to to the drama that has taken place and um i think it was the right move by taggart obviously um however i appreciate the swiftness uh, with which the decision was made, um, it sounds like the decision was actually made was actually made Saturday night uh, and not Sunday morning. Uh, just the statement and the news was released officially Sunday afternoon. So um, credit to Taggart. Although I, you know, there's not feels like there's no other really decision that could have been made other than the one that was made. Um, however, I just I agree with 
with the the way that he handled it and, and how fast he handled it. Willie Taggart gave uh, DeAndre Francois multiple chances, as we know. <clears throat> Last spring, he wanted DeAndre, whenever he was first hired, Willie contacted and got close with DeAndre Francois and wanted him to get back into the Champions Hall, which is where most of the players stay as DeAndre was staying off campus. He kind of wanted to bring uh, that team vibe back and have their quarterback as a leader come back and stay with them. So Taggart has given DeAndre Francois many chances, and I just think this was by far the the last straw. And like we've known, whenever Willie Taggart came in, he wanted to change the culture here at Florida State. And having it having a move like this swift and quickly is something that needed to be done. Uh, we had a feeling when, when I first received the video pretty early on, I was one of the first to see it. I had a feeling this this was just going to be the end for Francois and his career at Florida State. And we know now that he is also, as of today, and we're recording this on Monday evening, uh, he has entered the transfer portal. Uh, so we'll see if there's a chance that a team will indeed pick him up and give him a chance uh, but that's kind of slim at the moment, I would think. I don't know if you guys think that he has a chance moving on from Florida State to play quarterback for a program after all of this. I definitely thought that <clears throat> there was a chance before that video came out he, he could transfer somewhere else and, and maybe have some success. But, <clears throat> you know, after that and some of the other red flags that he's kind of shown throughout his career at Florida State, I – I don't see why it's worth taking a shot on, on a player like that. Definitely in 2019. I mean, how <clears throat> how it is now and programs trying to make sure everything's A1 inside culture-wise. It's just things spread quickly, as we saw. Um, and we'll see where it goes from there. But we can move on from that uh, and we can get into now the quarterback situation at Florida State. As we know, uh, Louisville transfer Jordan Travis is currently working on receiving a waiver uh, to be eligible, and that probably won't come until the summer, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's a it's a waiting game at this point. There's really no there's no timeline specifically for the waiver. I mean, it just it just depends when the NCAA gets to it and I mean, honestly, I don't really see the cause for him to get immediate eligibility. No. Yeah, there's there's definitely a question as to whether or not Jordan Travis will receive a waiver. Um, it's it's in my opinion, I don't I don't even know that it's likely at this point. Um, so when you look at the depth the depth chart right now, obviously James Blackman is your is your quarterback for next year. He's your starter. Um, I think without a doubt. Um, but after him, your your backup is a walk on. Um, so, uh, this is the Monday night before National Signing Day. Florida State is currently after uh, two two recruits, um, one being Lance Lejean, uh, the other being uh, John Reese Plumley. Um, they have to absolutely land one of those guys to have any sort of feeling of security going into next year. Uh, both would be great, um, but like Dustin said, right now it's a waiting game. And, yeah, it's absolutely imperative for FSU to land a quarterback in the 2019 class. And, I mean, they would they would love to have both of those guys because now your only experience at quarterback is, is James Blackman. And, 
you know, obviously James started a, a full season back in 2017 after Francois went down. He finished with 2,230 passing yards, 19 touchdowns to 11 interceptions. 11 interceptions. He didn't get on campus until July. He was fresh into the playbook. So, I mean, it was really impressive to, to see how he played as a true freshman with all of the adversity he had to face with Jimbo Fisher leaving late in the season. I mean, it was it was really just chaos. I want to go to one of our questions we had on Twitter earlier uh, last week. We're sorry that we did not answer it on the last podcast, but we can definitely bring it up now as we move into the uh, discussion about James Blackman as he'll by far be away from ahead on being the starting quarterback for Florida State in 2019. Uh, T. Will asks on Twitter, <clears throat> why doesn't the staff have faith in James Blackman to be FSU starter? And his only start, he threw for 425 yards and four TDs, yet it seems like every chance Willie gets, he's he's trying to bring another QB in over him. What's your thoughts on this great show as always? Well, uh, I'll go ahead and give, give my thoughts on that question. Um, so, obviously, James Blackman came in and, and started for the NC State game um, and really looked uh, – he had, he played really, really well that week. Uh, he ended up being the ACC Offensive Player of the Week, as, as T. Will stated. He had 425 yards and, and four touchdowns in that game. Um, last year, it, it felt like he put all of his confidence in DeAndre Francois and, and really believed that that he had all the tools to, to be able to handle the offense. And it felt like uh, he put a lot of the blame for the ineptitude of the offense on the offensive line and, and really didn't uh, put much of it on Francois. Um, I think he, he may believe that Francois was, was better equipped to, to handle the offense and, and handle his own reads. And, and that, I don't know that that necessarily translated. And I think maybe Willie made a bad call on that. Um, so it's, it's exciting that, that James Blackman – you know, this is his time. This is the time to prove himself, and, and he's shown ability, and he's shown that he can do it. And I think Taggart believes in, in James, uh, as he stated multiple times. Uh, and then just kind of to address uh, Willie, says uh, T. Will in the question, says Willie, every chance Willie gets, he's trying to bring in another quarterback over him. And, and to just address that, I mean, that's that's Willie's job is to bring in the best guy. Um, so uh, you can't fault him for trying to recruit the best quarterback possible to lead Florida State. I just kind of want to piggyback on on uh, two things both of you guys said. Like Fisher, I think, uh, like you said, Taggart really thought Francois would fit into his system. I mean, he definitely had the, the mobility prior to his injury. And, I mean, no one no one could predict that he would kind of have seen – like it kind of seemed like he had the yips. He, he was afraid to take a lot of contact on that knee, afraid to run too much and – you know, he didn't run the zone reads correctly, and, I mean, the offense just, just flopped because of that. And I wonder if Taggart picked picked Francois to start and, and just kind of went with that choice from the get-go, kind of because of what Logan talked about earlier with how he helped Francois sort of rebuild his image, you know, get over the, uh, the misdemeanor marijuana charge uh, last spring and move back in with the team, so... I wonder if that kind of led into everything and, and him taking over the job and, and not really looking at any other option. And, yeah. y'all, and y'all's opinion, too, uh, and I'll state mine 
while talking about it is I, I thought by far after the NC State game, you've, you've got your biggest leader on the team under James Blackman. Uh, you move into going to Notre Dame and South Bend in a hostile environment there, a very cold game too, and not having your biggest leader out there after a strong game. I believe he was what the ACC Player of the uh, Week uh, after that, James Blackman was. Do you think it would have been better for James Blackman to be out there and finish out the season? Because I know there was some rumors that James Blackman was asking for a red shirt after that game, which I find that very hard to believe, you know, what we've heard about James Blackman inside the program, being a big leader and how he would probably want to lead FSU into keeping the bull streak um, and beating the uh, Gators too, a big rival. Uh, do you think that would have been the smart move by Willie Tiger to keep James Blackman out there for the rest of the season or just keep DeAndre Francois out there because it just seemed like DeAndre just couldn't handle himself definitely during that game. I mean, at that point, I think it's a question of whether or not, like how badly do you want to extend the ball streak? Um, if Willie's main goal was to extend the ball streak, then I think the right choice would have been to put James Blackman in. Um, however, I mean, at that point, FSU's chances to make a bowl were pretty slim. And so you burn James Blackman's red shirt after uh, sitting him for the majority of the year. So uh, I think the question really depended on, you know, do you want to win now or, or do you want to save his red shirt and keep him? Uh, I think I think that played a lot into Willie's decision down the stretch to, to continue to start DeAndre Francois is because you did have that red shirt uh, for James Blackman left over. Um so, so I don't know. I think it just depends on on whether on what his mindset was. And um, man, hindsight's hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, I think everyone kind of is is starting to blame Willie for for not putting James Blackman in. But like you said, Logan, I mean, nobody could have predicted the situation we're in now. Yeah, I mean, I I really do think James Blackman uh, didn't want he didn't care about preserving a red shirt. You know, having an extra year of eligibility. The, the kind of guy that he is, he, he wanted to be on that field. I always thought that rumor was, was BS that, that he wanted to set out. And it, it kind of showed when he entered the transfer portal early, earlier this offseason, because if that was the plan the entire time, I mean, why would he suddenly start inquiring about a possible transfer? And mm -hmm. thankfully he didn't transfer, because can you imagine if Blackman would have transferred a couple weeks ago, then this news about Francois drops yesterday, and suddenly Cameron McDonald is our starting quarterback. So, mm -hmm. thank, thankful, <laughs> thankful for sure. It would have been wild, uh, but I, I, I think that is going to end it there. Uh, as we'll get more into this moving forward, we kind of wanted to get our instant reaction on the situation. Now, uh, we have a. Uh, awesome podcast coming out on Thursday. We'll be recapping <clears throat> National Signing Day along with a special guest <clears throat> that I'm looking forward to having on. And I think a lot of listeners will like to get some insight from him on uh, past days with Jimbo Fisher and also Willie Taggart. So uh, something to look forward to. Uh, as always, keep in touch with us here on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify. And also, feel free to rate us on iTunes. It always helps a lot. But like I said, we'll be back here on Thursday. And thank you guys, as always, for listening.